Welcome to the Business Builder Throwdown Podcast. Seven-minute jabs brought to you by the Business Builder Throwdown Network. Each podcast is a seven-minute version of the long-form show, bringing you the highlights and ninja tips from the Business Builder Throwdown. Watch full episodes on YouTube or at businessbuilderthrowdown.com. It is time for the throwdown. We've got either a sales force or a sales funnel. That is the topic for today. So sales funnel, it is a process. It is a way to take people who don't know who you are or what solution you have to your problem and drill down through those people all the way to the people who will actually give you money. And that sales funnel process also can usually have a follow-up process that's kind of tacked on to the end of that to ensure that your business always has clients coming in. And secondly, your sales force has a hard time drumming up business, but a sales funnel can fill the funnel and fill the pipeline so that your sales force has something to do. I'm arguing for Salesforce, not the technology, although I love Salesforce, the technology, but we're talking about Salesforce, the people investing in staff for scalability and not just your technology stack. And the reason I'm going on the side of Salesforce is because I believe that the, one of the best ways to scale your business is through your Salesforce. All of those factors of human resources, all of those little pieces, payroll are so difficult to set up. So I am a huge advocate of outsourcing those bits so that you can actually work on the important parts of your business, generating revenue, making sure your customers and clients are extremely happy. So today I'm a huge advocate of scaling your team to scale your business. And the sales funnel then is to get them some kind of valuable information that mm. they can use, as well as you can have different things for different industries. It could be blogs, white papers, articles. It could be surveys. It could be how-to articles. There's all this kind of information that you can build around it. So the sales funnel would go through all the steps to get people at the top end interested who have some kind of intent, right? They have a need for what you have. You get them mm -hmm. into the sales funnel. You get them the information, you start building trust, you get them to know your brand and your name and your solution, and then you can close the deal without having to have a salesperson in there. So if you're in a really competitive industry, let me just tell you, people think sales funnels are magic. They are not magic. It's a lot of work. It's really difficult at times, depending on the industry you're in, especially if it's competitive, to actually nail that in and dial it in so you're actually getting leads that are converting. The second thing is the price of your product. If the price is really high, it's not likely to convert online through a magical sales funnel. You'll actually need a team that's going to help sell that and wrap that in, which is speaking to credibility speaking to building relationships. The third piece is if it's a service or a consulting thing, clearly you need to scale your team before you scale your sales funnel. Otherwise, how are you going to deliver on the work? There's multiple ways to do it with the sales funnel, but my favorite way to do it is to have content that people are already looking for, that they already have a need for. And when they download that information from you, those are already your perfect clients. You already know it because they're looking for that information that starts the sales funnel process that gets them through the steps that they need to become your customer. And then you can use things like email drip campaigns and newsletters and social media and stuff like that to keep them coming back for more and also to generate referrals and things like that after the fact. 
people put a magical sales funnel out there and they think they're ready to scale and they'll have the wonderful problem, but still a problem nonetheless, of too many people that are interested in mm. buying the product and they're not ready. So the reason I'm saying Salesforce is important is if we go back to trusted advisor and partnership and all those things, there's so many non-traditional ways you can grow your sales force. And that's what Brett and the PEO industry and a lot of people that are business owners are doing. They have what we call referral partnerships and they have contract agreements where they actually pay exactly. for referrals. They have agreements for Bingo. affiliate marketing, right? So you can have a lot of ways to scale in a non-traditional sales force method with lower risk to your company and scale so much faster while building trusted relationships. And if you're smart about it and you choose companies with mm -hmm. that are aligned in the brand and aligned in building relationships, then you win all around. The nice part about a sales funnel is that it is electronic. You could turn it off and there's no cost involved to turning it off or turning it back on. Whereas when you bring on a bunch of employees for your sales to have a sales team in-house, now you've got a problem, right? If it's a contractor, you know, you may have uh, some kind of contract with them for the length of time that they're on. If you can't handle the amount of business that comes in, you can't just immediately fire all your sales staff and then hire them back next week. But with a sales funnel, you can turn it off. People that are brand new in business that haven't made it yet, they're not big yet, they seem to think that affiliate marketing is going to be the thing that gets them there. And I'm just mm. here to tell you, don't waste your time. That's not how it works. <laughs> you have to become big and well-known before you use affiliate marketing. So you need to get on the call and make sales. Use that CRM and start building out your business before you start hiring your sales force. Did you know that we know for each region, you know, things like in Portland, Oregon, there's a TriMet tax that's only for that region. So we can make sure that things like that get covered. So you can send those kind of things out by email and then you have contact information in those emails so that they can call up your company and sign up for your, your service. And in some cases, that sign up process may even be completely automated where they go to your website. They type in their information about their company, they stick in their credit card, they pay the bill, and now they're your customer and not a single real person has talked to them. So I think that because you have the ability to do that without going mm -hmm. through a hiring process, having the overhead of staff and that kind of thing, I'm not saying you shouldn't have salespeople. I'm saying you should have a sales funnel first. So here's the decision of the moderator today. Find out which business growth tactic wins this episode at businessbuilderthrowdown.com.